I don't know whether you can hear me or not. Maybe some of what I'm saying will echo through. Okay, welcome back to Trust God Bro, episode 28. Okay, okay. Very exciting. <laughs> Max was talking to me the other day and he was like, oh, what am I going to call you guys? The TG Beers or. <laughs> it's the TG Bros. TG Bros. Um, still have no name for um, the podcast listeners, but thanks for tuning in. This is episode 28. Um, and we got Max Heinersing mm-hmm. and Jason Schwinn. Schwinn. Um, and so I'm, I think this is going to, this is a different, um, feel we're going to have for the episode, but this is something that's, uh, really relevant, um, to everyone's life really, but there's some people that are going to get a lot more out of this than others. And I think this is, um, it's, it's, um, difficult to talk about and I'm really grateful for that. You guys were able and willing to talk to me about this because, it's, it's not easy, but I think God is using this and whatever you are willing to share um, for his glory, um, even though it's hard. But um, with that being said, um, who are you guys and what do you like to do? What's your favorite um, <laughs> Pop-Tart flavor? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm Max Heinrichsen. Um, I'm passionate about... Uh, Destroying my friends and uh, <laughs> sports and games. He's a yeah. natural athlete. <laughs> no, no, I want to go that far, but I, I just really um, enjoy playing games and sports with my friends. Yeah, especially sports. Yeah. Okay, and what's your yeah? I find it easier to like connect with them through. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It is a really cool way. I think guys connect in sports more, like or like doing things. Guys are very like. You know, let's do something. Yeah. Versus girls are more like connecting, yeah, like let's emotionally. Talk. <laughs> let's talk. Guys aren't about that. Um, okay. And you're an actuary student, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, I'm studying actuarial sciences right now at ISU um, in my junior year. So yeah, it's, it's going all right. Yeah. yeah. No, I literally don't joke. I think actuary is the hardest degree you can pick. So like that's like if that says anything, it's a lot of dedication, really smart. So um, I work with actuaries on a daily basis, but. So, and then Jason, who are you? Okay. And um, like, I, like we said, my name is Jason Schwind. I hail from the good old town of Eureka, Illinois. Um, me and Max run into each other all the time at the mm-hmm. gym. Like we yep. said, he's a natural athlete. Quite a, quite, quite <laughs> yeah. a beast. I'm just, being, I'm just being hyped up right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. What's your hype music? Do you have my hype music you listen to while you were uh, I just listen to a little Christian rap. Okay. It gets me going. It's yeah. funny because when you see Max, you wouldn't think it, but like then you have this like, it's, it's not even like. <laughs> the whole other side. Yeah. There's like, there's like Christian hip hop. But then there's like Christian, like hard, like hard Christian rap, and that's what Max likes. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Some friends just think I listen to hymns. <laughs> or they they've jokingly said that before, yeah. but it's like, no, I uh, I get some beats going. Yeah, that's cool. And then you're a nursing student. I am. So okay. after this, after three weeks, I'll be done with my first year of nursing school, and just have one more to do. Mm-hmm. So then I'll be an official nurse. But yeah. um, going into passions, I like exercising like Max does. Mm-hmm. I like to run and get outside, play sports, all that type of thing. Um, I deliver ice cream for my job. That's always fun. Just Uncle Bob! Oh, yeah. <laughs> just to be in the van or drive around by yourself yeah. and listen to music or That's episodes awesome. and get paid for it. It's just yeah. kind of nice to be able to that on your nice. own. But 
That was one of my favorite parts about when I worked for my dad. I, w- mm-hmm. I would do parts runs, and I would just drive like an hour. Oh, yeah. And I just like, you know, driving just uh, for work is nice. But if you know what Uncle Bob's is, you know what's up. It's like Uncle Bob's <laughs> yeah. is really the best ice cream <laughs> yeah. in Illinois. Yeah. I don't know. Is that a hot take? What do you, do you I, think it's- I mean, hey, I, I think it's truth. I think that's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard differing opinions, but the majority of them have been straight up, this is the best ice cream I've ever yeah. had before. So yeah. Some sort of... Yeah. saying like that. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. All right. Well, <clears throat> so today um, we're talking about trusting God through loss and trusting God through grief. And so this is a weighty topic, um, but it's really beneficial and um, for us to know how to trust God because we can turn two different ways in this. We can either turn um, and reject God or we can turn to God. And um, I think there's lots of connotations what it looks like to trust God like when you're tr- turning to him because I think sometimes when you think of turning to him, it's like, oh, it's going to be all right. And at the end of the day, when you're um, going through loss, um, it doesn't feel like it's okay. Um, from, but I think, um, would you guys like the mind sharing um, kind of just like where um, you're coming from just to give people an idea? Um, sure. Yeah. Um, when I was in eighth grade, so I was 14, um, my dad was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. He had been having like, I mean, he thought it was hemorrhoids for X amount of years and then it ended up being straight up just stage four cancer. And then the doctors gave him like maybe a year at the most if he got lucky, but he ended up living for three years and then passed away on October 1st of 2017. So I was a junior in high school Mm. at the time. Um, you know, really loving guy, uh, really good Christian father. Hmm. Um, obviously the best father could have asked for. Uh, but, I mean, that's kind of where I stand. I mean, I was a 17-year-old kid, so it's been three years since hmm. that happened. But mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it was uh, a year and a half ago. Um, my dad was uh, using an oxyacetylene torch to um, make a burn barrel out of a 50 50- uh, gallon drum and there would, uh, the drum used to have like some flammable um, vapors in it and when he uh, tried to start cutting with the torch it blew up and so he suffered some second and third degree burns and then uh, three days later on uh, September 24th 2019 um, he went to heaven mm. so it's been yeah a year and a half now of uh, trying to go through that in the grieving process and trying to process it in my mm. in my head and everything, but yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Thanks for sharing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can like hardly fathom in so many ways. Um, I think it's one of those things um, when you come to it, though. It's like like it is. It's not meaningless when you believe that God is like working all things for good like you even have to believe that that's true but it's like one of the things that you can't just believe it you know it's like you have to wrestle with that Mm -hmm. and to realize but um yeah so thanks for sharing that um so and I know there's lots of people out there who have lost uh their parents also and gone through a similar experience and so I know um I I know Max has been able Mm -hmm. to share with other people and I'm sure you have too Mm -hmm. Jason of other people how has God like used that for you? Um, just what you've gone through and 
already, um, or even I, a lot of it we'll probably won't even see, but just like in the future, um, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. so I mean, for me, going through that, and Dad always said he was lackadaisical in his faith was what his big quote was when he mm-hmm. was first diagnosed, and then after that he began to be really on fire for the Lord, just like hmm. preaching in and out to people. He like I didn't even recognize people that he was talking to and he would just talk to them about Christ and what he did on the cross for us and that was just <clears throat> a really, really excellent thing to just witness. And for me to see that example and to see how much trust that he put into Jesus was just a remarkable thing. And hmm. sharing that experience with others has just been able to just kind of lift a weight off of my chest because mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that you either, if I'm pressed to share it, mm-hmm. I will. Otherwise, I probably just won't. Yeah. Just kind of let it sit. But yeah. it's been really helpful just to get it off my back and share hmm. for sure. So it's been really helpful for me to yeah to do that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, talk, yeah, just like sharing with people and talking, just talking with good friends about it and mm-hmm. sharing with them definitely helps me process through it and think through my thoughts and then I'm able to like share my thoughts with them and mm-hmm. they can um, um, I don't know it's always better when you're not like with alone with yourself in a vacuum mm-hmm. it's good to get someone you know else to yeah give insight yeah. and yeah talk with them yeah no that would be um, huge you know like instead of like being in your head all the time by having t- people tell you um, like what is true. Yeah. So um, just to start off with some of the questions we have, um, when that happened, did you go- doubt God or did you become bitter? How did you fight becoming bitter? How did you work through that? And yeah, did, did you become bitter? Um, <clears throat> I think mostly for the, like for the most part, I don't think I did really become bitter. I mean, my father, when he was diagnosed, he would always said, he always said it's either better or become better mm-hmm. one of the two and that was one thing he just kind of instilled mm-hmm. in all of us in our family and our as our as kids um to either become better or better <clears throat> but um he was just such a godlike figure that mm-hmm. even though he left i mean i don't think i really had a time where i was just like bitter and just mm-hmm. full-on against god but there was definitely some times where it's just like why you asked that question why yeah. Um, Why? That was probably the biggest thing. I don't know if I ever really just straight up doubted God or just rejected Him. Yeah. But definitely asked Him a few questions. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, um, I after um, my dad passed away, I'd mm-hmm. say I doubted God's provision mm. for me after that because kind of my dad was, um, like being just an awesome like christ-like figure in my life that was where i don't know i felt like a lot of um god's blessings and like provision kind of almost came through him in a sense Mm -hmm. yeah and so like yeah with my dad being gone i kind of just doubted god's provision in my life and then i was a little bitter as well Mm -hmm. sometimes i'd just be studying or whatever and think like nah I don't have time to pray or like open the word or whatever and mm-hmm. talk to God and like yeah I'm just not feeling it right now mm-hmm. like, I'll talk to you later I don't know 
So I, a little bit, yeah. Hmm. So like as far as like where you're at right now, mm-hmm. do you feel like um, there's like is, do you feel like there's bitterness in your heart? Um, no, no, I don't want to say anymore. Hmm. Praise God for that. Um, I have a verse in Second Corinthians, and um, I'm trying to I was trying to figure find where it's at. It says, um, so we do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day, for this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but the things that are unseen, for the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. And so, from those verses, if anything you learn, it's like, God's hand is over all things, even our affliction. So even um, the death of a parent, <clears throat> God is working um, through that, which is a very um, sobering fact. I don't think it should be easy to digest that, but it's true. And I think it's better than saying, oh, it just happened because you know God's not in control. I think there's more comfort um, knowing that God is control, in control. Um, but it's also working for an eternal weight of glory that's beyond all comparison. Um, and I think that's just a promise we, we can hold on to. Um, but, yeah. So, I guess, like, working through that, like, what verses, what, how did you um, come to a way that you can have your concrete hold on God? Because um, I knew if, if I went through something like that, I don't know if I would be in the same place you were. Uh, where you're at now I know that, like I will get bitter over very small things. when I was looking for a job and I couldn't find a job I would just have to tell myself and like pray to God like don't make me become bitter over this I was becoming bitter over not finding a job and if I if my faith was shaken that much in that like I can't imagine if I was in your shoes so I guess like how did you come to like a con- like more of a concrete hold um, and I, I wouldn't say this is because you're a stronger because like you're 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 that much stronger, but it's because of um, the object of your faith. Right, um, exactly. Yeah. When Christ is the object of your faith, yeah. then um, yeah, you're able to you know go through any adversity. But um, for me, going through specifically like um, going through uh, doubting God and like His provision, um, one of the verses that stuck out to me was um, Romans eight thirty two. Mm. And that's um, God, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? So, um, like, God gave his, his only son for us. Mm. Like, well, why wouldn't he provide these other smaller things for us? It's kind of like a little analogy I shared um, mm-hmm. with you a few weeks ago of um, this guy who rescues um, uh a kid from a mob of thugs who's beating him up and mm-hmm. um so he risks his life to save him and then pays his for his medical bills hmm. and um finds out he's an orphan and like mm-hmm. adopts him gives him his last name and um and everything and then uh, and calls him son and then a few months later uh, he hears his son crying in his bedroom and he's like why are you um why why these tears like why are you why are you crying and his son says, "Like, well, like, I'm, I'm afraid because, like, I'm not sure where I'm gonna, like, 
if mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to buy clothes to stay warm or if I'm going to have food to eat or like a house to like for shelter. And he's, he's like, I like I, I risked my life for you. Like I paid all like, don't you understand? Like you're my son, like yeah. gave you my name. Like you, you don't think I'm going to provide these other like small things for you mm-hmm. as well. And that's kind of what God and, and Paul is asking here. Like if God would give Jesus for us, like why do we? I think he'll provide the, the little things that we yeah. need. Mm. So that's that's just kind of help reassure. God's word has kind of helped reassure my mm. faith. And yeah, it has been shaking a little bit, but yeah. it's... It's a huge verse. I mm-hmm. mean, that verse has helped me like um, through a lot. Like, he did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he, not, how will he then not also with him graciously give us all things? And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like the pinnacle of the bible almost of like god gave us everything like literally it's like nothing can separate us from that love um and it just makes other anxieties go away to some degree um it's huge so yeah jason um yeah you got something pulled up there or um i do actually so for i remember the night that my father passed away uh or maybe it's the day before or something but Mm -hmm. i told mom there was a verse in Romans, it was Romans 8.18, it says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be with, to, mm. reveal, to be revealed in us. Um, mm. That verse was very powerful to yeah. me when I initially read it. Just to think that even if we go through those hard times of death or losing a loved one, that ultimately we will all be in the same place someday if we mm. trust in Jesus and make him our focus, that... We will all be glorified with the Father. Yeah. Um, verses like that in Isaiah forty three two, like where it says, "If you walk through the fires, I'll be with you. You shall yeah. be burned. If you go for the rivers, you will not be overwhelmed." Those type of things. Mm-hmm. Just the reminders of God's comfort throughout all of His Word has really helped. Yeah. Just stabilize me and to, um, just to really help me get through these last few years. Mm. No, I think I think Romans is a great place to go. And at the end of the day, like grieving, like a loss and going through that, it happens because it's not natural. Mm-hmm. You know, death isn't natural. It's mm-hmm. like we weren't made yeah. to die. We were made to live forever. And God intended that. Um, but because of sin, you know, which God allowed for a purpose to reveal his glory. But because of sin, we have death. And um, because of death, um, it's we lose it, we lose the people around us but the thing is there's a verse that says we are, do not grieve like there is no hope like we do not grieve like the non-christian yeah which is huge saying that we have something else to hold on to so you can grieve but in some way that's different like completely different than a non-christian because of this hope that you're saying in Romans right mhm yeah um, and I think like Romans is the the great place to go because the seed that's planted um, for the the be- if Romans is a, if it's a beautiful flower Romans eight is the the bud you know the flowers blooming then the seed for that is Romans three which says for all sin and fall short of the glory of God and a seed must die before it brings birth a new life in the same way we have death and terrible sin that we're separated from Christ um, but out of that God um, brings new life that through Christ taking on the death 
that we deserve, the, the eternal death that all of humanity, it would take an eternity for me to take on the suffering that he took on and um, it was poured out on him so that we can have new life. And so that's the, that's the heart of the hope that we have um, and why it makes it different. But that doesn't say it's like, oh, it's, you know, you're going to, it's going to be okay. Cause like you still feel that longing yeah. in your heart. Like, do you guys ever feel, obviously you do. Um, but yeah, I guess like, how do you feel that when you're like wrestling with that, that longing? I know this hope is still true, but I'm still have this longing to be with my dad or, um, yeah. Kind of makes me, um, uh, I guess beforehand I didn't long for heaven as much but now I'm definitely more like okay like this is I'm like looking really looking forward to this yeah I I know some people are like oh yeah I want to live my life and do this and that or whatever you know Um, that's all cool but uh, yeah I'm just it definitely makes you look forward to Mm. um, heaven more where you're um, reunited something I was telling Jason on the car right over like it really stinks not being able to, like, you miss them, like, every day. And, like, typically, I mean, there's reminders, like, in lots of places of of the fact that your dad's just missing and um, not there anymore. So, yeah, I mean, the like, the wrestling struggles there. But then, yeah, you like that looking forward to heaven mm-hmm. is um, big. And then, like, looking forward to, like, like you're saying, like, death is not – like, was not the plan. Like, yeah. you're going all the way back to the Garden of Eden mm-hmm. when that curse was, like, put upon us. Um, mm. Yeah. I mean, you get a beautiful picture. I don't know what verse it is, but it says, like, he'll wipe away all our tears. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, yeah. I mean, just think about that. The God of the universe, like, wants to wipe away our tears. Like, tears, um, um, in a lot of ways, weren't made to exist. I mean, like, I don't know, God created us to have tear ducts, so I don't know. But, <laughs> so. Yeah, but I, I definitely yeah. saying, like, like gospel means good news, yeah. right? And then, like, the, the gospel of, like, being, I don't know, gospel of restoration, like, mm-hmm. being restored with, um, yeah, your family. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, just that, that hope of, like, seeing him again in heaven, mm-hmm. uh, is definitely something I think about. Um, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. So, I guess like, and you guys might not have anything for this, but like, what other hope does God give for people going through loss? Like, if talking to someone else and they ask you, like, what what hope do I have? Like, what would you what would you share with them? I think for me, I mean, living with a mom and a sister, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, they're all independent. Like, all my siblings are older than I am by eight years plus. So I'm just kind of on my own um, when it comes to age. I mean, I'm 20, my sibling's 28. But mm-hmm. um, if you were to ask me what hope do I have, I mean, outside of Jesus and his death and the cross and seeing my dad again in heaven and be um, helping to take care of my family, helping to provide for possibly a future wife and a family mm-hmm. that's what you have to live for um be witnesses to other people of what you've gone through mm-hmm. um the important thing is just to know that you're not alone there are thousands of people every day that lose someone they love whether mm-hmm. it's due to old age or some traumatic experience um 
I think it says in like First Peter five, um, it says, "Endure the sufferings, knowing that other brothers are going through the same things that hmm. you are." Just knowing that you are not alone is a yeah. big thing for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure is I I'm not sure if there is like hope outside of like the gospel yeah. and like Jesus like exactly death just kind of like it's the slap in the face like yeah I wasn't able to read through like the I no was you're just fine. able to read through the first few pages that no, Tim Keller good. yeah uh, Tim Keller's book thing you sent me uh-huh. and it's like it's so true like death is is just like it's just kind of like a slap in the face like a wake up call yeah um, it is. Well, the crazy thing, I think what you're saying too, Jason, I mean, Jesus experienced every temptation that we had. So the temptation to turn our back on God because of loss, Mm -hmm. Jesus had that too. Mm -hmm. And think about it. I mean, like Lazarus, like Jesus loved him so much. Like he was crying um, because the loss, like he knew death wasn't natural and it grieved him. And... um, but and so like Jesus went that in so many ways I don't know um, so I thought I thought it was cool to hear that of like Jesus is going through the same thing he's like your elder brother and yeah. like you said like the gospel is the ultimate hope yeah. if there was no gospel there would be no hope like you know yeah and there's common grace too which is like even um, with like non Christians they can still have there's god's providing hope for them still because even if they're not a christian he's giving them other people and like that's like common grace that it doesn't matter if you're within his special grace or not okay i'm gonna move on to the next question any other thoughts with that okay how does time affect the process of going through loss um I mean, it makes some things easier. I mean, me and Max were kind of talking about this in the ride over, but it makes some things easier, like an embarrassment. I mean, you get less embarrassed as time goes on, but I feel like with death or losing somebody, you Mm -hmm. don't really have just like, time doesn't heal the hurt really ever. I mean, the hole is there, but only Jesus can fill it. But I'm not saying anything outside of what God can do. I'm just like, the sadness that you feel in the missing of someone never really goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, so much of time, uh, he, it says time heals all wounds. It's just, uh, it's kind of an over, oversimplification, yeah. I would feel like. Yeah. Um, I'm watching a TV show currently called House, and a lot of them experience, these characters experience death on because they work in a hospital, they experience mm-hmm. death on a regular basis. Yeah. And... They get asked, does it get better? And a lot of the a lot of the time, the answer is just no. Um, but I think for guys that have the faith, like like we do, time does make some things better. But ultimately, Jesus is what's going to be the uh, the factor that makes mm-hmm. the time the death feel better. I mean, you still have I still daily feel like pangs of just I wish Dad was here to do this with him yeah. or something. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, time's definitely super annoying because, yeah, it does help with some things. For me, the it helped with, like, the initial sadness. Like, after a while, like, yeah, you don't um, cry as much and mm-hmm. whatnot. But then it's also it's super annoying and frustrating in some ways because you want to, like... Because I, sometimes I feel like my... Um, 
memory of like my dad is fading or whatnot and i Mm want to like create new memories with him and reinforce old ones and um so that yeah that's annoying but then also time as well you have to understand with like people who are going through um who have lost a loved one um it's i mean they're still they still think about it 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 still crosses their mind so like i wouldn't so i i wouldn't be afraid to like ask them about it be and like be afraid to like like oh no it's gonna bring you know i'm gonna bring this up to them and it's gonna bring back all these things they haven't thought about like Mm -hmm. no they're like probably think about it quite often yeah so because like the thing with time is like yeah even though it's been a year and a half or whatever like every single day he still crossed my mind so yeah if like if you want to talk about if you want to talk with someone about it don't be afraid to okay that's that's really good advice um yeah so i guess leading to the next question some people are not sure what to say or do when their friend loses a loved one what would you guys say um it, what, what advice would you give to those people when they don't know what to say or yeah sometimes i think the best things to say is just to say nothing every once in a while um kind of like joe's three friends the best thing they could have said yeah. was nothing mm-hmm. um i mean they sat with him for a week and that's probably when joe felt the most comfort is when his friends just didn't say anything um <clears throat> but that only comes with a certain extent what i would say to give advice to someone who's lost a loved one is to just know that they are loved by a God who gave his only begotten son for them. Um, if he was willing to give pretty much everything, literally to give himself for you and how lowly we are, mm-hmm. just think about how much meaning you have. Um, even though you may have lost that person, your life does not automatically become meaningless. You Mm -hmm. still have value to your family, to your friends, to God especially. What I would just say is that remember that you are not alone and that you have people who count on you. Even if that person was your father, your mother, you still have people who you would count on. Um, Even if you're an orphan, you have not have siblings, you have friends, you have family, you may even just smiling smiling at a person you may even know not have the person that that you smile at me may um, have lost a loved one before. And just mm. that little interaction of happiness that you give them may lift them up and you may not even know it. Yeah. So just realize that you are a valuable part of God's universe and remembering that yeah. your life has value no matter how much the loss hurts, it's going to hurt, mm. but you yeah. ultimately have value. Yeah. yeah, Max, what would you say? Yeah, I w- yeah like Jason said, like the, the gospel, you can like say the gospel if you want um but other than that there's not really any you know grief and loss is really uh, really messy and so um there's not i don't think there is a, a right thing to say besides the gospel and even then like yeah yeah i went away a little bit i mean like yeah. I, even after um i tried to kind of comfort someone and say the right thing you know, while going through like a, a visitation line, and, yeah, and it just totally like backfired, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, I sh- you know, should have just been there for him mm-hmm. instead of trying to say the right thing. Because honestly, there's there really isn't sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and just like it's natural and good just to go through that um and like some like you said like there's nothing you can really do sometimes to help 
like obviously like share the gospel but like you know just being there for that person because um the verse like in ecclesiastes there's a time for um you know how's that go yeah but there's there's it's like a time to be born and a time to die yeah yeah and a time to be like joyful and happy and a time to mourn and grieve yeah and yeah so that's definitely part of it of just like it just there's that time that goes through that. Um, I, another thought when you're talking on on the note of the gospel before we wrap up, um, I I was just had the thought a, a Tim Keller quote came to me, which said Jesus sat in the present joy when he was at the wedding party, in the wedding of Cana, and he was yeah. sat in that the present joy, sipping the cup of his coming sorrow, so that we could sit in our present sorrow, sipping the cup of the future joy. joy yeah so i mean i think that's something to really hold on to of like yes um we're sitting here in this sorrow i mean you guys are um and i mean i sin the nature of sin in our lives is going to leave us broken everyone will be broken because of sin everyone will lose someone all people will die um but because of christ we can live forever and that we'll have new memories to hold on to with the people we love. And not only that, the relationships that we had with those people are going to be better than they ever were on earth um, because there'll be no more sin in relationships and we'll have the, the fulfillment of that in Christ. So we can sit here today sipping in, in the sorrow, sipping the coming yeah, joy. Totally. Mm-hmm. And mm, it's, it's so... I, I love how just Jesus like breaks hmm. all all chains hmm. and including the chains of sin yeah chains of death mm. it's it's truly beautiful and so yeah we can sit and sip the coming joy because we mm. know that we will be reunited yeah mm. yeah no we just we just need the gospel that's that's really good for me um, anything else you guys want to say before we wrap up um one thing just I've always heard <laughs> is that um, sometimes I struggle with this, but are you going to be better or are you going to be happy for the times you had or the bitter for the times you didn't have? It's just a t- that thing you struggle mm-hmm. with. Um, just remember that the time you were given is the time for a reason. God marks out our days and we shouldn't mm-hmm. be numbering them. Mm-hmm. So just one thing to consider is just are you going to be happy for the time you have or had with them or the time you didn't or disgusted with the time you didn't have Mm. yeah that's honestly like that thought is what's really helped me i asked a friend like probably a month or so ago um why you know like why does it seem like so why does life seem so hard sometimes yeah and it was basically along those lines is we don't we look at what like i looked at what i lost Mm -hmm. instead of looking at the good things that god has given Mm. me and when i started to like take my focus off what I, like, losing my dad and what everything that I'd lost and started to put my focus on, like, all the blessings around me, all the good things God has given me. Mm. And then, I mean, I, I don't know, ever since, I've just been a whole lot more joyful. And, I mm. mean, I feel like the, um, uh, another really good thing for me, so that perspective shift. Mm-hmm. And then also um, just being in community as well has really helped me mm. through through this. So yeah. shout out to the IC Young Group. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Mac. Shout out to you guys. I mean, really, it's like 
You guys are awesome. I love you guys. So thanks for love you too. Love you too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is sweet. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, we can um, wrap up. I got one more question. The most important question. <laughs> Jimmy John's or Subway? Subway? That's a tough question. I mean, I like Subway's customization, mm. but I also like Jimmy John's sandwiches, I think, objectively better. So I think Jimmy John's wins it for me. So mm. I guess we'll just have to be a good disagree on our sandwiches. Uh, uh, Subway. Subway. All the way. Subway. It's funny. Uh, I wrote this question on the outline. And I was, I was like, all right, I'll get us some food before we go. Uh, come here. I'm late, like 20 minutes late. And I was like, dude, I'm a dingus. I'm terrible. I'm literally the worst. And then um, I got Jimmy John's for our thing. And then I was, he was asked, he, Matt men, Max mentioned he put this, this question in here. And I was like, wait, I totally forgot I put this question here. I did not plan that. Um, it was kind of funny. But, um, yeah, no, thanks for um, joining. It, it's really good and just sweet, I think, um, God can use this and just the future opportunities I think years from now God will be using this um, and just not even that but your lives um, and your father's lives and um, which is huge um, but yeah so thank you and send your questions in I have um, I'm gonna do a Q&A session soon I have some trust God bro stickers so I'll give you guys some stickers yeah. and, uh, <laughs> uh, so. and uh, yeah yeah um, so at the end of every episode, we like to say, and that's how you trust God, bros. On the count of sounds, right? And that's, that's how you trust, trust God, bros. God, bros. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs>